0: vacationing I enjoy pictures of my favorite vacation place a place with quiet seashore towns white sand beaches and those boardwalk rides I loved as a child it's a place with parks lakes and mountains scenic beauty history and a million acres of untouched wilderness where is the special place right here at home my home New Jersey for a perfect vacation come to New Jersey New Jersey and you perfect together
1: Ready to dive into this, Brady? Let's just dive in and start. Yes. We're all friends. We all know. We all know each other. All right. So let's do this. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, friends, to another episode of That Record Got Me. Hi, that is Barry Stock. Welcome, friends.
2: And that's Rob Elba.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we're so happy to have you guys with us and to be here with you and to be talking about music. You know, this is what we do now. now who who, who would have <laughs> thought, Barry? Right. That was like, what, three years ago, uh, this crazy... Yeah
2: crazy little ago.
1: idea we have we just you know and now it's become something that we that we just can't oh stop. yeah it's you like know a- what
2: i was just thinking what's um what's 52 times three? Oh, here we go again <laughs> 52 times three knows 156. <laughs> 156 yeah you want 56 so this is 153 three more weeks and we'll actually be at legit three years wow not just three epi- you know three seasons which is 48 right episodes, right right, so. right. Yeah,
1: um, it It's all very hard. What does time mean anymore? It means nothing.
2: Not a lot, no. It means not nothing.
1: Um, all right, so before we get to the show proper, we should mention we have a brand new patron.
2: We do. And he has,
1: he has an awesome name. His name is, I'm, who knows if this is his real name, but his name, as far as we know, is Stephen Rock. <laughs> Stephen Rock, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So welcome to the Patreon family, Stephen. We really appreciate you, and uh, you can become a patron by going, Barry, where do they go?
2: Go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh and there will be you'll be presented with a variety of options for supporting our show uh, for as little as a dollar a month or more than that. If you can uh, find it in your heart,
1: whatever you can swing, whatever you can swing.
2: Yeah, no no problem. Yeah. Uh,
1: All right. So we do have a guest tonight and we have I was at first Barry. I was thinking, oh, he's been on the show before. But then I realized, no, No, we were on. We were on his show. That's We were right. on an episode of Honey Talks with uh, Brady Newville, and now the tables have turned. Yes. And, he, <laughs> and he's on
2: our show. As it is. So
3: let's welcome to the show Mr. Brady Newville. Welcome, welcome Brady. Absolutely. Uh, pleased to be here. Yeah, that was... Um... That was probably a couple of years ago, and that's probably when we first mentioned, uh, having me on this. I think yes. so. Uh, I know, yeah. but you
1: know, as you know, Brady, we are very popular and we book very far in advance. Oh, so, uh.
3: absolutely. And then, and then like, you know, just a couple of things came up, like, a uh, you know. Uh, i had to reschedule maybe once and then like oh the that's right stopping, you, did, you did like a world-stopping pandemic just sidelined everything yeah. for almost yeah a, and, you know a couple things came up so no but, yeah feelings yeah. and
1: then in, in between that time you actually changed your record too because you had picked a different record right uh originally and then uh, you changed it
4: so do you I remember
3: had, i had originally chosen this record uh, oh, because, you did. You, you know, did, when, that's when, right. When you first... Uh, and I went back to it. There was a minute I was going to talk about Europe 72 by The Grateful Dead. Uh, and it was mainly... Uh, just because of the sound of that but like the track listing and the format of the show and i forgot it was a triple album because like the triple. copy that they i know. have uh, I, know. We, just, and Barry, we would have had to drink so much yeah. for that episode it was just gonna <laughs> it, it, it didn't really fit so i went back to this because when you had first talked to me about being on the show you asked me what album to do and you told me not to think about it for longer than a few seconds and this is the album that I, came there, up you with, so I there you go there so you go so you did music. it
1: right so yeah, yeah, I'm really... All right, so first of all, we didn't even know what is the record that you picked that we're talking about?
3: We're talking about The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah.
1: All right. Now, first of all, I never... I, I don't know, I just wouldn't... I mean, now I could see it. Well, oh yeah, of course you're a Bruce Springsteen fan, but it's not something I would think of immediately, just from listening to you, as I haven't mentioned, Brady is a musician, he's got an awesome band called the Nervous Monks, and he, and he does uh, solo stuff too, and he's really great. But I don't I don't see like a like a Bruce influence with you. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I do as far as uh, songwriting, maybe. But uh, this like even for someone that's a big Bruce fan, which I'm assuming you are. This is a this is a weird record for you to say this is my record. So I'm just curious, how did this record become like like your record? Like how did this this particular Bruce Springsteen record become the one that got you the most high?
3: Yeah, so definitely just overall, I'm, you know, I can say that there are uh, numerous albums that have gotten me higher than this record. Uh, but, uh, this is a very, um, just very potent album. And I didn't, I should say that like one of the main reasons I've stuck with it is because I just feel like, uh, like my age group was not properly educated about Bruce Springsteen.
2: Well, how, right. uh, how old are you, Brady, or what year did you graduate high school?
3: I'm 35. Um. So I was born in the mid '80s. Okay. Uh. So my first uh, impression of Bruce Springsteen was like early '90s Bruce Springsteen, uh, you know, with like, and I like that music now, but like as a kid, being introduced to that with like, you know, he had like the goatee and the earring and the you know, uh, yeah. like human touch and like. Yeah. yeah like right. my uncle's last thing born in the usa in his veto on his fishing boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> and,
1: uh, that was know. not it, it was like not cool at that point it wouldn't be cool for a kid of your age to be into him really
3: totally exactly so like once you know early 2000s or so once i'm in high school and uh he's making you know uh better albums again and yeah. uh he Street's back on and then i and so i it, uh, you know, had developed a respect for him, but it wasn't really into it. Like the few songs here and there. And then I moved away. I tried to move away, and I wound up living uh, in a in North Carolina, uh, about 20 miles outside of Asheville in this big house. And my roommates were this Americana band that had just moved down from Boston. Not sure if it counts for bingo if I mention Boston, but they- <laughs> <laughs> no, it does because it's going to set him off. No, okay. it will not. Go ahead. <laughs> so they had just moved out, down there from there, and one of the guys was from New Jersey. So he grew up with Springsteen in the same way that I grew up down here with, like, the Allman Brothers or something. Right, like, I right. know. I, I was introduced to the richness of it, like, right in, right off the bat. And then, you know, so he, he had a better uh, depth of that. And this one day, I'm in my room, I'm writing something, and he is in the kitchen, and he puts on – On the boombox i just hear this absolutely just time-stopping version of thunder road come on okay and it was from a live album uh an archival live album from hammersmith london 1975 uh Uh, and that that is really like the bruce springsteen album that uh opened it up for me but it was a live show so i didn't really give it like the credit is that i'm like wow yeah they're, they're a really great live band when I found this album months later, like it really put Bruce Springsteen in a different perspective for me. And I feel like the Bruce Springsteen albums that are hyped up for If You Don't Know Anything are like Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town,
2: Right, Born in the
3: USA, The River, maybe yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. right. those right. are all great, but there's uh, there's something about this one that is kind of more natural to i don't know what it's (laughs) but it's kind of closer to the source of like why anybody would care about bruce springsteen in the first place
2: yeah i can see that uh
3: and just the execution of it uh i just find fascinating i listened to it this week for the first time in a few years because it did just kind of pop into my head when we talked about it right and wow like the arrangements and just the overall presentation of it is just stunning and uh i just feel like it's really overlooked in that way where if uh if this album was hyped up as much as some of the other albums, you know, Springsteen's crowd might look a little different. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, some of that has to do with his, um, there was, um, there was some problems at the label after this, when this record was, uh, ready to be released. And he was having a bit of a feud with his label, which might have also had an impact on its, um, the PR portion of it, because, uh, you know, the person that signed him to um, Columbia, um, John Hammond and Clive Davis, they had both signed him um, and they left uh, Columbia. And uh, he, um, you know, apparently that did not go over well with Bruce. And so um, I think he felt like he was, you know, now sort of adrift with this label that, maybe wasn't interested in him or, and so, um,
1: yeah. That, and, and the record didn't do good. I mean, his first two records really weren't no, a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Commercial success I, at all.
3: I mean, I had never heard of this album At all, like until I was, you know, in my twenties, like I was just not presented to me.
2: Well, Rosalita was on FM radio, FM rock radio a lot, and I do, mm -hmm. I do remember that. Um, Well,
3: Barry,
1: Barry, do you remember? Because Rosalita, there was, there's a live video, and you can get it, and and it's amazing. It's a live video from. Seventy eight, nineteen seventy eight of them doing it that live. That's and, probably uh, what it is. M T V yeah.
2: used to play it yeah. all the time. That's probably and, where I'm thinking of it. Yeah.
1: Through. And it and, and it's actually and and I just I just watched it today. I revisited it and I said, Oh god, yeah, I remember. And it's like this video, I don't care if you're uh, the the biggest Fucking hater or anything. You cannot watch this right. video and not oh, yeah, say, no. Oh my God, these, you know, this is right. a great fucking right. band. And this guy, uh, you know, you would, you would not say, Oh, I, I could definitely go see this band play, you know, and, and, uh, and yeah. just the, uh, the sheer joy of the, of them playing and just, it's, it's just great. So yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah i am the same way i didn't you know always I, I obviously know a whole bunch of bruce springsteen songs never owned a record myself and this record i didn't aside from that song i didn't really know but um the surprising thing to me was how is how um arranged like you mentioned the arrangements and everything is how musically arranged it it it, it, it really is you know and there's a lot there's a lot going on here there's a lot yeah. of great playing on it and yes. uh obviously and a, g- more... a great
2: deal of effort went into yes, the production yes. of this record right? oh yeah
3: exactly that exactly. just explosive like yeah. it's just amazing
2: yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure you know he was his live shows were what would definitely would yeah, have yeah, kept that's... him you know it, it, you know any label would be like okay you know we have to put out a you know This guy has a, you know, he's just such a ferocious performer. He's
1: got something. We have to figure out. We We got to keep the records till we we finally hit. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what they did, and the next record finally, uh, Born to Run, right? Finally, uh, yeah, finally, like had him, helped him break through. Um, Yeah, but this, uh, so yeah, like I said, this is an interesting one. It it came out in um, November, nineteen. Seventy three, and the same year that his uh, greetings from Asp- Asbury Park because right, that came out at the right. beginning, January nineteen seventy three, and then they released this in November. So uh, yeah, they were definitely trying to trying to hit it and do something, but like I said, this one didn't either. Well, and, it's the and, second
2: album, blues too. So sometimes you have yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and the, the and that's not the material does not reflect that at all. Where some no, bands, no. it's definitely right. um yeah, but. You know the second album can be um, problematic, and if your first album didn't do great, the second one, you know, being uh, uh, the hit is not usually what happens either. So um, yeah. So
1: uh, Brady, I'm I'm act- so you really did come to him late though. You really did like oh yeah uh, yeah that that's that's interesting though because I just assumed maybe I don't know maybe you're from uh, New Jersey because. If you're of a no, certain no, no, age no, and from right. New Jersey, you 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 just have to love Bruce Springsteen. Basically, There's like no yeah. way around it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not from New Jersey. I've never even really been to New Jersey, but I am from like Pompano. Right. <laughs> Pompano Beach. <laughs> Which is, uh, I I mean, I, like I know the world that uh, this album takes place in. You know, it's, right? It's well, all very familiar, and um, it it is kind of present. It's like the and this might you know not be in anybody else's heads but like the only thing i can compare this album to to like the first thing it reminds me of is ziggy stardust mm, because yeah it's really like, and it, it's it's so theatrical this yeah. is it's like it is yes like that's true poetry in the form of like an abstract broadway musical or something right. so there's like this there's so, there's so much drama to it and like it's creating this landscape where this uh stories being told but there's not really a storyline. but it all kind of string it takes you yeah, everywhere yeah, vignettes um, like, this, It's like it's like a, a movie, movie
2: full of vignettes uh, right of, sure of, and
3: like bowie comes through from a thing of like i'm this mysterious like alien space god uh from another planet or something and then springsteen kind of does the same thing but with this attitude was like i'm from as very right. Right, right 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 true um, out and proud and i fucking hate it but i love it at the same right. time
2: right <laughs> he's like the prophet of asbury park yeah and so right. it just creates this
3: uh authenticity to a something that's obviously like kind of uh super exaggerated and romanticized so I, I just it,
1: well yeah absolutely. yeah that's just, what i was
2: gonna say too was he definitely he, he pulled the car out of the garage and he polished the shit out of these characters. Um,
1: oh, yeah. As someone, well, let me, just a quick side note, as someone who's been to New Jersey plenty of times and is from New York, I, I as fiercely proud, he always managed to make it seem like some grand, wildly colorful landscape, but yeah. but make no doubt, uh, if you've spent some time in New Jersey, it, it, this, is, this is not the case. This is
2: a, yeah. <laughs> this That's is, this is so best intriguing. case scenario, rose-colored glasses, and, yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. and you're just, you're a millionaire driving through. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right. but uh but still uh yeah, here we are. And he also and also on this record because at that, at this point he he realized he was sort of he he was sort of growing out of his roots in New Jersey and he was spending more time in New York. So you also yeah. get the New York thing where it's like uh, from a little different, you know, when he sings about New York, it's different than when he sings about uh, New Jersey, you know, it's coming from a different uh a different place. Right. Yeah um all right so let's uh let's get into this and start listening to it uh yeah like i said right from the start this song like it 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 didn't sound like a a bruce springsteen song that i would expect to you know open up a record for sure no this
3: one hits you by surprise uh a number of times
1: right it does it does uh and it's called e street it was i guess it's a road in uh belmar new jersey um and uh but yeah so right away this definitely isn't he he's compared to a uh, uh, dylan a lot bob dylan i think it's just because his songs have so many words in them you know and it, yeah and there's so much but i i this definitely you, you could if this is him getting away from that and the folk yeah. i guess the first album was folky it, uh, more
3: for, folky right Raspberry uh, park definitely has a like okay this guy is he's good but he's definitely just way too heavy into a dylan phase to uh, yes you know, yeah realize, yeah yeah like He's just like reading out a dictionary. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if, no. if, if that first record is his Dylan, I would say that a lot of this is his Van Morrison, because there's a okay. heavy, oh, yeah. heavy undercurrent of uh, of some heavy Van, and yeah. also his guitar playing on this. Oh man, the, the, uh, Hendrix, Hendrix, yeah. and, and Curtis Mayfield, which. I don't ever recall seeing Bruce play guitar like the things I hear on this, but he's. It says he's the guitar player.
1: He is, and no, and he's he's a really great
2: guitar
3: player. Yeah, he really is. Well, he certainly shows it
2: on this. He shows it on this, and
3: he again, like he's the only guitar. This is before Little Steven, right? 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 Original E Street lineup with, I I, like for me one of the big differences on this is uh, David Sanchez. Uh, The keyboard player and arranger is just out of this world, and so is the original drummer. Uh, Not that I don't, you know, the classic band isn't good, but like something about this lineup is is just really
2: uh, tight. Big time.
1: Well, definitely more jazz. Like, well, that one guy, David Sanchez, ended up becoming uh, like a uh, jazz
2: musician, right? So definitely,
1: yeah, these guys added like a lighter touch. And then eventually when he got Max Weinberg and he got little Steven, it was just more rock, you know, rocking. And and Roy Bittan on
2: piano. All right, let's do it. The E Street Shuffle.
1: so really great but uh, so brady i'm thinking a younger brady wouldn't have got this or appreciated it right you you like had to had to be uh, the age you were when you when you really appreciated it and got it right you you had to be
3: then right uh yeah or you know reached a certain you know point like a song like that like this song is you know it's good and it's catchy just if it's just like on in the background but uh zeroing in on it there are these Especially towards the end, like these, uh, uh, like it'll fade out and then come back with some right. of this, like right under it, right. like uh, uh, yeah, like a, 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 a you
2: know refrain for you know a, similar to like a Curtis Mayfield, exactly. Uh, and there's no chorus. That. There's only verses yeah. and a bridge. So, right, right, right. And he, um, and he is, you know, he's an observer, and so. He's always writing these characters, and so I don't know if he. Um, when does Bruce first appear as a uh, as a? Um, you know, he's always writing When me. Think you think about Born to Run? You think about he's still inhabiting these characters, and so you don't yeah. know who the real you know the real Bruce. Uh, who is that guy? Or is yeah? He- there's
3: a funny um, on the uh, brings the Springsteen on Broadway special there's a five, which is you know uh, a little over the top but uh you know interesting yeah i bet uh, where he say where it like he said it's a one-man show so it's all him so there's no band and so like that's you know uh, it can be an uphill climb for some people true but, yeah uh but he says like basically you know i didn't do any i, I made all of this up i you know didn't have a driver's license so i was in my 20s i did I was, oh like, right 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 yeah <laughs> so this is pure fiction He's just a good writer. This is the world that he came from and the people he was around. But like he wasn't like this. He's just a good writer from this place. Removed. Right.
1: He was like one step removed from all this. He's, yeah. yeah, he's not it's not like he was in it, experienced it, but he was great at just yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah. So he um, can write
3: about, you know, working in a factory since he was a teenager on other albums. And like it,
1: exactly
3: he's <laughs> good at tapping into that.
1: Right. And he and he's not, not just good at trapping into that, he's great at tapping yeah. into that. I mean he's very convincing, yeah. yeah. Exactly convincing. All right, so now the second song, now we get more of the Bruce that we would expect more. Um Right. Uh right, uh this is uh Fourth of July, Asbury Park so Sandy. As the
4: wizards play down on Pin on the boardwalk way past dark and the boys from the casino danced with their shirts open Like Latin lovers on the shore Chasing all them silly New York bridges by the score
2: Playing all the romantic, this, he's like, um, you know, Tom Waits does this same thing, except Tom Waits' characters are all way more fucked up and broken. <laughs> Even
4: more, right, right, more. Fucked
2: up. Bruce's characters are just folks, you know, and he, yeah, so that's what he's yeah. done is re- he takes folks and he 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 gives their lives this, you know, this glory that um, it may or may not uh, yeah, actually this have song, this song has kind
3: of a thing it's like a vibe of uh, like a song like under the boardwalk
2: yeah like
3: yeah simple like romantic like we're at the carnival thing but expanded out to this you know uh, super lavish like poetic language and the um, and the instrumentation on this is just so pretty like the uh, Oh, uh, yeah the, mm-hmm Two guitars on the side, like in my first verse yeah. and then the last verse. There's this dancing electric piano part that just uh, yeah,
2: that you the don't even Fender,
3: notice those things are there.
2: The Fender Rhodes, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a there was a thing. There's a the Fender Rhodes. There's a setting on it where it's in stereo and it pulses from the left channel oh. to the right channel, and that's yeah. big on this record. And once you like you hear it, you're like, oh. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that nineteen. What is this seventy three? That nineteen seventy three sound, right. big time. Um, right yeah. there. So, there's, there's even on one of the parts, and it
3: comes in for a second. I I didn't realize what it was, so I was just reading about the album a little bit today. Is it's, uh, and this you I didn't even notice it. I heard it the other night when I was listening to it, and what it is is, uh, this singer. Uh, singing and you know overdubbing a million times and mixed to this weird, distorted choir thing. Oh yeah! It just comes in oh for like yeah! Like a second. It yeah. just comes in for like one measure and you don't even notice it. Yeah. I didn't even notice it until the other night. Right. Uh, but it's just, there's it just all these little sweeteners all over this album.
1: Oh yeah. Well, like as Barry said, a lot of time and care was taken into the recording yeah, of yeah, these definitely. songs. Yeah, As much as yeah, yeah, you can definitely see that. Um, and the wordplay still, he's, he's just got some great wordplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, down down in the town, the circuit's full of switchblade lovers. So <laughs> yeah. fast, so tiny, so sharp. And then he throws in a little nod to the uh, ju- yeah. who, as the wizards play down on pinball way on the boardwalk way past dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's good stuff. Um, it's good stuff. And it's like a I, I, I like that this is like a love letter to like the the shore jersey Shirt, but it's also kind of like a farewell to it i guess he said sandy was just like a, a, a composite of uh of these girls that he knew growing up in new jersey and he felt like this song is kind of like a goodbye to his adopted hometown because he like knew he'd be you yeah. know moving on to bigger and better
2: things yeah goodbye storefront hairdo Sandy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, poor Sandy. Um, all right. So now the third one, now we get a different groove again. It starts out really like smoky and dark sounding. And uh, this Man. is about a little un- unfaithful mall I guess, named Kitty. And yeah. uh, let's, let's listen to a little of Kitty's back.
4: Some top cat ate yeah. the cold truth.
2: intro he's uh whether he knows it or not i'm sure he does he's doing albert king the guitarist albert king that's an albert king guitar that's like guitar lesson right there um and but then once the song kicks in you know who it makes it reminds me of um it reminds me steely dan um and so
1: yeah. a little bit little i gotta bit, think yeah.
2: the dan and bruce may have listened to each other a little bit because the harmonically and uh, feel wise it's it's there and then again and and again it kicks in and there's some um uh, since kitty left with big pretty things have got pretty thin th- it starts to do the van morris and starts to do moon yeah. dance Thing again. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Van Morrison is a lot through this record. Yeah, you can hear he, he's yeah. clearly a big Van Morrison fan.
2: Yeah, Got I it. was,
3: and that's something I didn't even think of that until you said it uh, earlier, Barry. But uh, definitely through this, like when we were listening back just then, like because this song also kind of goes into these just wild instrumental. Yes. Yeah, where it's almost also like Dark Side of the Moon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, like a yeah. great, if, could, yeah, like if
1: great if, guitar playing. Yeah, oh my if God. If Floyd
3: could
2: swing. It's a something. really good song. <laughs> it's, a re- it's, it's a really, really good song. And it's it just one, that I, I, one that I had wished had been played more on rock radio when I was growing up because I think it, you know, it's it's yeah. a really cool piece, definitely.
3: Yeah, it, it just has so many... It, it just, like you... This album kind of takes you everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just
3: within staying
2: within. Well, maybe the same- that's what, and maybe that's what you know. Maybe that's why it's not as 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 lauded as Born to Run, which of course the record that follows this is a yeah. you know Born to Run pretty much sort of solidifies things much more in a that East Street band sound. Right, and, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Thematically, he's still doing the same things but it it it's 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 tougher and it's harder and it loses that jazzy um yeah thing and as far as i know this is the last time he plays Jimi hendrix or albert king guitar on a record where at at length like that where you go wow that was you know that i didn't know he could do that
3: yeah i had definitely never heard bruce springsteen like this uh you know, it, it, until I found this album Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah it, it is kind of like in the narrative of the album Like, this is the first song Like, the E Street Shuffle, you know Takes some pretty unexpected and, you know, delightful turns But right. this, like, really sets you up to be like Oh, this is just gonna go yeah. all over the
2: Yeah, world. yeah, yeah, yeah And, you know, Big we're not time. even halfway
3: through it And so, <laughs>
2: like <laughs> Definitely uh,
3: it, it, but it does it so seamlessly, um,
2: where, and it, and like, it's, where it, it's very slick and it's very um, and, and Rob, yeah. I think you said it's got a dark kind of undercurrent to yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's it's very moody and very cool. Yeah, yeah. And spot, and, spots where it is jarring, like it should be jarring, you know. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, but de- definitely not what I expected. Listening, sitting down and actually listening to a Bruce Springsteen record, it's like, wow. Okay, I, I had no idea. So, uh, a surprise for me. Um, all right, and now we get another kind of surprise because uh, I guess I guess this was inspired by the Clyde Beatty uh, Cole Brothers Circus that used to come to uh, uh, his hometown, in free old New Jersey. So once again, he's writing about shit that you know that went on then, and um, I guess it's the bass player Gary Talent playing uh, a tuba on this one too, uh, which is kind of awesome. So let's listen to you a little bit of Wild Billy's Circus Story.
4: The machinist climbs his ferris wheel like a breeze In the fire eater's line in a pool of sweat, victim of the heat wave. Behind the tent, the hired hand tightens his legs on the sword, swallowers blade. Circus Town's on the short way Well the runway lies ahead Like a great false dawn Oh fat lady Big mama Missy Bimbo Sits in her chair and yawns man-beast lies in his cage, sniffing popcorn. Yeah, midget licks his fingers and suffers messy bimbo scorn. Circus town's been born. Whoa, and a whistle, drummer, gold ballerina to and fro. Mars, He's gonna miss his fall. Oh, God save a human
2: So full disclosure, I have circus people in my family that my, uh, <laughs> my grandmother's, uh, my great aunt owned a circus, the Daily Brother Circus. Nice. And one of my, um, what would she be, my cousin's ran away and joined the circus. Uh, nice. At her, age her, of name, 16.
1: her name wasn't uh, Missy Bimbo, was it? It was not. No, no. <laughs> okay.
2: Thankfully, she was not the fat lady, big mama, Missy Bimbo. <laughs> and, but on this one, when he picks up the acoustic guitar, that's when Dylan comes back.
1: Yeah, this is, I was going to say, this definitely, you still see, uh, you hear Bob Dylan yeah, in this one. Dylan
2: With, uh, 63, yeah, Dylan from 63 to 66, Dylan is yes, seriously for sure. in this one, it, yeah.
3: It, definitely, and just like this surrealist, car- Dylan wrote a lot about the carnival, too. It, yeah, exactly. It, you know, the, like Desolation Row is about the the carnival. In the exactly,
2: this-, this is a Desolation wow. Row part two, you know. but just...
3: He strings along and also takes these weird twists and like this song in the context that like I only hear this song like when I listen to this album straight through and it kind of serves as this nice little breath of yeah the, we can it's calm right. down for a minute like we just got off a roller coaster at yeah. the carnival and like now we can like take a minute to just kind of catch up with our friends before we get on like the big <laughs> the big you know yeah. roller coaster, so true right?
1: and and it actually and, and it's the last song on side one so it ends side one yeah so you're right it is the perfect yeah. song for that it is and well, it's, it's
3: also just weird it's just this weird it is
1: thing. weird and it's really I'll tell you what the the clever just reading his lyrics uh, I mean obviously I'm, I'm like I'm gonna say surprise everyone saying oh he's a really <laughs> good songwriter yeah <laughs> <Gosh. laughs>
2: That, that that's no one's though, ever mentioned that before. Uh, the
1: machinist climbs his Ferris wheel like a brave. What does he mean? You know, when he's saying like a brave, I think he's thinking. You remember in the, in New York in the oh, when yeah. they used to build the skyscrapers. Those, they, there, uh, there, was they a, there was a there was there was a tribe American of Indians Native yeah, Americans.
2: Yeah. There was a tribe that had no fear of heights. Exactly, and they, and they so were the guys they would to, send up yeah. to the they would send up to the skyscrapers and they would work up there without without harnesses and shit. Exactly, and there's pictures of them. Exactly. You go. Uh, you just you're you're scared <laughs> looking at the photo exactly but yes, they didn't uh, have any they didn't have any it was just like weird they had no fear of heights so i was like oh okay sure i'll go up there and that's yeah that's what he's alluded to there so yeah it's just great and uh yeah uh,
1: really cool way to end side one all right so this is perfect point for us to take a little break and uh side one of our what are, our what are we gonna do
2: what are we gonna do now rob in our brain i
1: think i will i'm gonna get myself uh a, a cocktail another cocktail yeah. how, about, how about you how about you barry are you, are you i'm having
2: some uh, wine? i'm having orange juice and um courvoisier uh oh. oh mixed together um we had a bottle of cv down in the cabinet and i ran out of vodka and the other night i mixed it with some orange juice and i was like god damn what what's where is where have you been all my life and so <laughs> uh it does work and a little squeeze of lime and brady what are, what are you consuming this evening
3: Uh, So I actually stopped. I'm having uh, a sampling of of some different kinds of beers that I uh, picked up yesterday from our friends at Laser Wolf. Uh, Excellent. Shout out to Laser Wolf. uh, We'd originally uh, planned on doing this there. Uh, That's right. This would have been a Laser Wolf episode. It certainly would. Wanted to incorporate them in some way, so I I picked up a fork. Nice. Good for you, Brady. Yeah, yeah, man. Alright,
1: All right. so we're talking to Brady Newville We're talking uh, the Wild, the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle We're going to take a little break We'll be back in a minute In
2: 1990 The creators of that record got me high found an old cassette tape in a hand-letted case By the railroad tracks on Dixie Highway In Hallidale Beach, Florida
1: When they listened to the cassette tape in their car They discovered that it contained detailed predictions about the future The future that you and I will live in Along with the prophecies, were instructions, to mail the cassette tape to an address in Tallahassee, Florida. Shortly thereafter, the comic is, this, tomorrow, began appearing in a weekly arts and entertainment newspaper. The recipients of the cassette tape, Woody Compton and Kelly Shane, started sponsoring that record got me high in 2018. As per the instructions on the cassette tape, the prophecies continue
2: to this day, at, is-this-tomorrow, dot, com. That is, this, tomorrow, dot, com. Is-this-tomorrow,
1: dot is-com, this, tomorrow, dot is-com, this, tomorrow, dot is this, tomorrow, dot is this, tomorrow dot is com this tomorrow dot is this tomorrow this Tomorrow dot This. this congress 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 oh, well, um all right, so you guys ready? To get back in it Are we oh, recording yeah. Barry?
2: Email. Yeah I don't turn it off because that's a point of – that's always a point of where things could go wrong. Well, so. yeah, I know. I know. That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. So let's do this. We are back. This is That Record Got Me. Hi, that is
2: Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba.
1: And we're still here. And uh, we're talking to Brady Newbill about uh, The Wild, The Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle, which he discovered when – Bar- when did you say, um, Brady? Like in two 2000- thousand.
3: I, I first got into this in uh, like late 2006, early 2007. I was right, uh, tw- right. 21 years old. Wow,
1: look at that. Um, see, that's cool, though. That, that shows yeah, it's that a you can just... It's, it's, a ti- it's one of those
2: records, though, that's it's pretty timeless. Yeah. So you pick it Once up and put it on. It, uh, yeah.
3: yeah, absolutely. And like, for sure. I got into a lot then, and then like it's an album that like I might not listen to for a few years or something, and then I put it on, and it, it just knocks me out every time yeah man
1: right it is a knockout all right so we flip it over this is the beginning of side two let's listen to incident on 57th street To you guys right now. We mentioned Van Morrison, Bowie. We mentioned, I got another name to draw to you.
2: Lou Reed. Oh, yeah. Well, Lou, I think there know, was a mutual, mutual appreciation there.
1: There was. Well, Barry, I was just thinking, you know, uh, this reminded me like of a Street Hassle, which, uh, which came out five years later. I, didn't, I never realized. Do you know Bruce is on Street? I he never, is. Yeah, I, he's
2: on the. Yeah, he's, he's on
1: Street.
2: He reads a little Uncredited, part in the right. in the middle of Street Hassle, and
1: I know so, he reads a very Bruce. Uh, yeah.
2: He reads a very sort of Bruce esque. Oh yeah, totally, part. totally. Yeah. And you know, Street yeah. Hassle is is like this song, but how it really went down. You know,
1: yes, like a much
4: yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a yeah, much the, more
2: like Lou's Very much more like, um, he still romanticized the characters. But their the shit that happens but they to were
1: them more, is they were more
2: hopeless, dark, and it and it ended much worse, <laughs> much much worse. Um, yeah, and this is he, Bruce just brings this. He makes it all sparkle, and he makes it all so you think, oh yeah, you know, it's all so beautiful. It's like a Broadway show. Like Bruce writes these Broadway shows about these characters, and um, you know, it's guys and dolls every time. But you go to New Jersey. Don't go looking for this.
3: <laughs> yeah, no. and or you're yeah, going to end that... up.
2: You're going to end up a character in Street Hassle, where the guy <laughs> tells you you need to drag your old lady out in the street by her feet because, and the, if she'll be just another, just another OD junkie uh, in the morning, and the cops won't think anything about it. So that's the that's yeah. the comparison there.
3: Yeah, definitely. And from what I like, I don't. Like, I couldn't, like, explain the uh, plot or story of this song at all, and I don't really care, because, like... No, of course not. Exactly, exactly. Like, the arrangement of it, and not only the arrangement of it, but the, the sound of it, and how the sound fits the story, and how, like, Language is used as a part of the arrangement, like yeah. a broad musical or something, yeah. makes it so there's just like, if you know, I want to drive you down to the other side of town where paradise ain't so crowded, there'll be the action going down on Sheny Lane tonight. Yeah, the Golden Heel you know, is gonna fight, yeah, full 38th. And like, if you're phrasing it that well, I don't give a shit what you're talking exactly, about. exactly. That's great. That use of it like the use of language in that way is a pretty sophisticated thing for, uh you know, what could... Yeah, be Yeah, how old was Bruce
2: in, in 1973? About, uh,
3: you know, oh, 24. Three years oh, he was 24 years, oh. years <laughs> old, Barry. <laughs> okay. yeah. 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 Yeah, there <laughs> you go. From what I understand, like this song is like a an adaptation of West Side Story.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, From big time. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so it, it is just such a clear connection to that he's, type he's, of. Yeah, yeah, he's right.
2: got a way of making pictures in your head. You and it's just a gift. You know, you go, God yeah. damn it! You know, it's I, I don't even want to like this, and I do like it. Because
1: yeah exactly so, yeah you, so you, just, have to, uh, bruce, you, you just have to get you over yourself you yourself. and, and yeah. Yeah.
3: like when i first discovered bruce springsteen in this way and in this in this light if it had been presented to me like this kind of um uh beat poetry broadway musical thing yeah uh, it, like i it would have been an easier avenue for me to find it but like yeah, definitely. Like once I got into this, uh, you know, coming back home or whatever, and seeing all my friends, it was almost like I had to reveal this secret. Right? Like, well, hey, I well, got. I, you're not going to want to hear. If I didn't want to sit like, down, <laughs> I got something you need to talk I to everybody about. Bruce
2: Springsteen. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I just feel like I, I want you to hear it from yeah. me
3: before you hear it from the well, I, I totally
2: I game. totally understand people who who are Springsteen fanatics. I, I never got yeah. to see one of the live shows. You know, they they did play around where I was in, in central Florida but I, I did not go and see them. People would come back from the shows and be like, you know, it was three and a half hours and it was, absolutely fantastic and uh yeah you know, yeah you don't even have and, to be a fan that's the thing everyone says you don't even have to like Bruce Springsteen you
1: do, because you get I actually did a couple yeah. years ago Brian Franklin my dear friend Brian Franklin, finally dragged me to a uh to a Springsteen show he's like he's from New Jersey his family they're you you know that's they're, they're like in the Bruce Springsteen cult you know he's yeah, probably seen him 20 times but I went with him to a show and it is, it, like you said, you get caught up in it. There's no way you'd have to be the most miserable person in the world and not yeah, have a good time at yeah.
2: a time. Well, think about at our friends. We could certainly it. find someone amongst our friends. Oh, of but,
3: course. yes. But. <laughs> I'm sure. But, but like I, I would be somewhat convinced that they're lying to themselves, you know, at yeah. some point. Cause like, like, like this album in particular kind of hits you everywhere. Yeah, like it just goes on such a uh, yeah. diverse ride of like it's, every. It's cinematic. It's extremely
2: cinematic into. record, and yeah, both, like the both sonically and um, with all the touches and the flourishes, and and then the you know the lyrically, it's just he just one thing after another. He just he just he he just doesn't let up. It's relentless. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> and, and so it's like one of his shows, I guess. Right, way, and, yeah. and
2: so do the instruments
3: and exactly. The, 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 the the lyrics kind of come in like that too where like you can listen to this and i'll be paying attention to something different like every measure like the keyboard or the yeah. bass or the lyrics will be doing something uh that's really interesting and it just uh there's just so many things to follow along here and like yeah, just one line or two will pop out as just being like so well phrased or or verse that it's you know just yep. catches you
1: it's the real deal. All right, so speaking of the live show this this next one is one that that continues to rank among his most Ooh. beloved concert numbers. I, I read it, it it's the ninth most played song in his catalog and as of June 2020 it has been played by Springsteen over 800 times.
4: Wow <laughs> this is
1: Rosalita come out tonight.
4: Guns downtown and I'm a wolf was trying out his attitude on all the cats.
1: So, like I mentioned before, if you if you just uh, go to YouTube and look for the 1978 yeah. Phoenix show of them doing this song, it's just, you know, there's no way. Like I said, you would have to be the most miserable person to not uh, yeah. just realize how it rocks so hard and there's so much joy in the playing. And, you know, it's even even if, if it if it's contrived which is not really but he said he uh he was inspired to, like he said he wrote the song to be l- like a showstopper like a live sure. showstopper he was inspired yeah. by the uh by the soul reviews in the 60s where yep. they would you know they'd come out and do this final song where they oh, keep yeah. playing you know yep. and but but it's like even even if you know that, that he purposely did it it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't even. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah.
3: Like yeah. And this is a good example of like the um, how the songs on this album and like a lot of Bruce Springsteen songs somehow are like you don't realize uh, the because he's such a like outward just like uh, over the top showman you don't really you weren't paying attention to the intricacies of the music yes, yeah exactly but, but the, exactly but yeah. The, the songs are like pretty inseparable from their arrangements and like this is a good song and everything yeah. but like without that
2: cue uh, there's the cues like, the, and there's the there's the
3: where at the end there's like a just it opens up into this like whimsical keyboard swell that uh yes breaks, right, right saxophone right. break with the drums there's like break beat with the saxophone coming through right yeah. and then goes back into the last verse with you know the tires got slashed then I almost crashed uh-huh, um, yeah. and you're singing along and like all of a sudden it's just like a thousand times more exciting and so like even though it's a good song I don't know if it would do it for me without like the E Street arrangement of it. Exactly Uh,
1: exactly yeah you're right. And so
3: again like you just like with anything else we're talking about just you know he just made it all up because he's a good writer. Uh, It's like a Broadway musical. Well we need our showstopper and he like (laughs) like he interpreted as like (laughs) contrived but it's like also pretty masterful. You know the the
2: performance it's um you know if Everybody's the main, got their. Yeah. Well, think about fucking. You know, Lou Reed. He's going to play. Uh, he's going to play. Walk on the Wild Side. He's going to play. Waiting for the Man. Th- those things are. You yeah. know, they 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 have a place in in the set every time because Definitely. they they they're just canonical. You know, and I got to say again, yeah, this is there's big. There's there's an, thinking ahead on that, big time van morrison vibes yeah uh, the horns and the phrasing and the way he's going at the fr- uh, going at the lyrics but then uh, yeah uh, of course it's at gone. the end of the verse then it kicks into this thing where you go oh that's that's all bruce springsteen right there all of a sudden you go oh that's a bruce thing right there where it's, it, right, it's right 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 mm-hmm. you know he shifts from being influenced to being oh this is me and it's unmistakably bruce springsteen so you know it's great great song great song
4: it is. yeah
3: i i and again but like i it, yeah there are other just like ziggy stardust and van morrison like there's other people kind of doing this but like there's like you would have never had thought to categorize that type of production yeah to where this is all about <laughs> the town I grew up in on the Jersey shore. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Which right <laughs> it gives it, Don't it, it don't gives go it and visit
2: because you're going to be disappointed.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? It, just, yeah. it just presents us with this, uh, I, I don't know, it, it just kind of makes it a little bit more... If you're going
2: to go visit just, Asbury Park, know. put on some industrial music in your car and then <laughs> drive around with the windows <laughs> up. Skinny, bear, put on skinny puppy <laughs> and uh, it's better to just like Be wherever you are and just uh, imagine this New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right so if this was you know a, a live set a live album that would be this would be the last song but no since it's uh an an, an album we got to have this like somber jazzy yeah. closer to it uh which is like really an an epic song it's like almost 10 minutes and uh, and this guy David how do you pronounce David, his name David
3: Braden? Sanchez I think Sanchez. David Sanchez yeah, something yeah.
2: like
1: that. Cool. His, his wow. piano playing in this just like looms so large and it's uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of New York City Serenade.
4: So what? better Was. She won't take corner boys. They ain't got no money, and they're so easy. I said, hey, baby, I'm really want to take my hand off with me down Broadway. I'm a young man, I talk really loud. Yeah, babe, walk a real for oh, so shake it away. So shake away street life, shake away the city life. And hook up to the train. I'll hook up to the night train. Uh, hook up Look up to the look up to the train But I know I she won't take the train No she won't take the train No she won't take the train No she won't take the train Oh she won't take the train No she won't take the train Oh she won't take the train No she won't take the train She's afraid them tracks are gonna swallow down And when's she time? This boy'll be gone so long Sometimes you just gotta walk on
1: So obviously, it, it, it's hard to do it justice because said the song uh, yeah. takes its time, it's and, a, and s- you know there's so much of, going on. Yes.
2: It's yeah, got it's parts sweet. and uh, but
1: it's so but it's so beautiful. Uh, it's gorgeous.
2: Yeah, yeah. New
3: York City Serenade. Uh, it just it like it hits you in the last places that you haven't been hit yet. On yeah, album. yeah, exactly. Uh, like it just it, it you know the the rolling like I think those opening notes are even. This is just a guess of just, like, strumming the piano strings.
2: I I think it is. I was trying to figure that out, too. They've muted the piano strings, and he's playing chords, and somebody's strumming along with it. But it's very jazzy and very cool. It's like Miles Davis chords that are weird. On on a Bruce Springsteen record, you go, wow, I did not expect that at all. This is
3: And, and like, you know, the whole rolling opening intro, and, like, by the time he starts singing, like – I Like, you don't even care if he's going to sing or not. Right, ah, yeah. <laughs> it comes, right. In so, comes in so nice that with this, it, just like, uh, you know, again, just like this beatnik greaser, like, prayer. Yeah. Like, bittersweet sweet like, prayer that just opens up into, like, this gospel hymn just slightly. But then there's, the, there's also... Like, I would, it made it, when I first started getting into this, would make the mistake of, like, putting this song on my, like, lullaby playlist, and then that, you know, there's a sharp <laughs> turn towards the end yeah. there with the, she don't take the train. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, right. And then, like, it could easily just end, uh, like, it fades out at a point with the, you know, listen to your junk man, like, thing. And it could just stop right there. And, like, that would have just been a good enough closer, but it just seals the deal with this hallelujah refrain. Uh, like yep. the build and just the opening of this is
2: just like And the second uh, verse the amazing. second verse is is crazy because mm-hmm. he goes fish lady oh fish lady fish lady she baits them tenement walls she won't take corner boys they ain't got no money and they're easy i said hey baby won't you take my hand walk with me down broadway well mama take my arm and move with me down broadway yeah Fish lady, fish lady. She won't. She won't take corner boys. That's and that's where I go. Okay, Tom Waits had spent some time right. with because that's a Tom Waits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: This <laughs> this had to have been one of Tom Waits' favorite
2: albums. I, I would think so Hitler. because it's yeah. it's right there and it's just like something Waits would sing later yeah. on and the kind of the kind of aspersion he would cast on. Some you know someone who's not quite good enough, and, that, <laughs> right, and that right, even right. The, even the even the low life say yeah nah, yeah. nah, no thanks, gonna pass, gonna <laughs> take a pass, and right. uh it's but it's beautiful, but it is disconcerting with it's got some disconcerting elements in it, and I don't know if this is I was wondering if this one he ever played live or um, you know. I it, he did.
1: I was actually reading that, and he, but he would do it in a lot of different arrangements than this one. Mm-hmm. Like, there's wildly different versions of it uh, live where he would totally change the arrangement, which I guess you could tell it's sort of something that you could definitely play around with and change around. Yeah. And I, I guess he
2: did. Um, and the, thing yeah, about the the surprising. thing surprising. Yeah, the thing with the intro also, the thing that reminded me of from around the same time, frankly, and we already mentioned Lou, was... It's on Rock and Roll Animal, the intro to that live version of Sweet Jane, where oh, there's yeah, right, this right. sort of baroque rock yeah. and roll intro to Sweet Jane, which you go like, "Wow, where the fuck did this come? Yeah, from? Yeah, where did that come from? Right." <laughs> and yeah. um, but it works, and it's the same thing here. It's it's um, you know there was a certain I guess there was a certain period of rock and roll where that just kind of happened. And um, didn't happen later. Yeah, Luden do uh, it again, and Bruce, as far as I know, these kinds of these kinds of wild ornate touches did not reappear on his records, as far as I can tell. So
3: uh, the only thing I can think of to that, like when I started getting into Bruce Springsteen, uh, you know, I was always confused that just like the. You know, the jump from this to Born to Run made a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. But the jump from Born to Run to Darkness on the Edge of Town like leaves a little something
2: to be desired. Yeah. Uh Dar- but Darkness it- Darkness never did it for me. And me neither. There's and- one there's one song on Darkness that does it for me and it's Candy's Room and I owned that album and I would just fucking play Candy's Room over and over again. And the rest of <laughs> oh, it I was kind of like, "Eh." So, have yeah. you ever heard uh The Promise? Mm, I don't I don't maybe. So the
3: the, the promise was it, it it wasn't released until about 10 years ago. But it's the album that was supposed to be the follow up to Born to Run and it oh. will have different arrangement like there's a different arrangement of Candy's Room okay. that I think is amazing. It's just this kind of steady like groove. It sounds more like this Bruce Springsteen like if In the of Bruce Springsteen the ver- and the version of Racing in the Streets yeah. from that opens up in the in a similar way to New York City Serenade with that just like okay. it, yeah. you know it's going to be this dramatic thing and it just kind of slowly builds and by the time it's totally built up you you know don't even realize that it has built up in
2: that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, uh, as, so like
3: that is one uh, as, that as,
1: was... as as like easygoing and uh, fun-loving a uh, guy as he seems, he's yeah, like, notoriously he's a, no. a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah even reading about don't,
2: don't yeah, he fall even... for that shit one bit. You know it's right uh, right it,
3: yeah it, it, he strikes me as definitely like a yeah the, it, like a broadway guy like he, he has right. it all worked just like i need i need 75 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get, get an all new york band in here tomorrow like, no more fucking absolutely. beards on the and
3: bandstand so that, <laughs> and so that's why it can be kind of deceptive to get this perception of bruce spring scene as this uh it just kind of
1: rocker theme, yeah like, fun rocker uh, bar, the bar rocker
3: yeah yeah definitely so uh but he's so is. much
1: i mean he's so much more than that he's he is truly a uh you know a an a, an artist for the ages i mean you yeah. can't yeah. Either, you yeah, yeah. can't uh, deny that i think so that his album, think it was, really
2: was always it. the new jersey thing that was his that put him in this weird subclass that right, wasn't right. quite <laughs> bob dylan and wasn't quite um, Lou Reed and wasn't right, quite yeah. David Bowie, it's because it's fucking New <laughs> right. Jersey. And yeah, bon Jovi's, bon Jovi's from New Jersey too,
1: so I mean you know, exactly. and, and my, <laughs> from my
3: like, uh, as a little kid in the early 90s, like uh, v- perception of Bruce Springsteen was like, oh, he's gonna, like in the same category, but like maybe even a little more obnoxious as like melon camp and Bon Jovi and yeah some, yeah sure just,
2: no sure well he had it, a period where in the 80s where he was you know he was making some 80s, 80s very 80s records oh yeah 100 yeah, yeah.
3: percent and so like that that was my first impression of it was right
1: that, that dancing movie. I still cringe that uh, dancing in the mm. dark video that's so cringeworthy
3: and, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's a great song but like but the, uh, videos, yeah, yeah, and the right, video video so. and even the <laughs> studio version of it like it just yeah, doesn't really like it but like oh. this the East Street Shuffle album, like really I think, uh encapsulates like that Bruce Springsteen where it's just like, even if you're not into Bruce Springsteen, like this is uh some substantial stuff right Yeah, don't don't, really don't, don't
2: ever think that he wasn't crafting his career in the same way that like James Brown or oh, any sure. or you know, any or Prince or Prince yeah. Right. That, that easygoing guy is a persona that is fits yeah. what he needs it to be for his thing yeah, totally and but no he's you gotta be to have a band this tight and this to put on these yeah. kinds of performances yeah, 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 yeah. You're not you know you have, have to be
1: what you have to be what you have to be
2: the boss the boss
1: <laughs> exactly you gotta be else you gotta, I, be, I, be, el, to be, you gotta be
2: el senor that's right yeah.
1: <laughs> all right Brady so that was great I'm really yeah I'm really glad like I said at first when I saw it, I said wow why did he pick that record and I had no yeah, idea no, but it's a
2: good this is a great a really good uh, this is a great it, record, it, record on yeah. yeah it, 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 it really does. does yeah
1: it does and uh, yeah. it's undeniable. And, yeah, you're a great guest, Brady. Uh, i sorry we couldn't do it at Laser Wolf, but, you know, one of these days. We'll be back. One later. of these
3: days. It'll uh, happen. You know, oh. ha- happen to be on whenever. Um,
1: so, Brady, if someone wants to check out your uh, music, what do you, do you guys, does uh, the Nervous Monks have a band camp page?
3: Yeah, we actually have a, a website. You can go to NervousMonks.com. Um whatever uh, when, uh, Tim, uh, one of our members of the band, is a great graphic designer, and VTech is a uh, web designer. And so we have a website that will oh, link nice. you to all that stuff, uh, YouTube pages and stuff. Uh, we did a virtual show at Respectables a few months ago. Uh, so there's like a full uh, set, multi-camera, soundboard recording, tailored to be watched, like, you know, in your oh, living room. with your okay. Dad. cool oh, nice. On YouTube as well.
1: Uh, and you guys, you guys are great. I definitely recommend people check out Nervous Months; they're great. And uh, Brady, you're great, great songwriter. I love Brady. But I, you know, but you're a guest of the show, but I'm, uh, you know, since I've known you, Brady, you're a great guy. And
2: um, <laughs> next week we have a Brady, Brady. I don't know you that well, so I'll just have to take Rob's word for it. Okay. Yeah, no, so, he is. Cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, yeah, okay. love awesome. you guys
3: too.
1: Awesome. Uh, next week we have a a patron of the show uh, that we're getting on. His name is Joe Tunis. And he picked a record I know that uh, by a band me and neither me nor Barry had ever heard of, but uh, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. I've been checking them out. It's called uh, A Bardo Pond. Have you ever heard of them, Brady? Uh,
3: a Bardo Pond?
1: Uh, Bardo Pond.
3: I, They're no, I'm not an afraid. American
1: psychedelic band. Uh, they've got a bunch of records out, and this album is called uh, A Dilate? Dilate by Bardo Pond, and that's going to be the one we're talking about next week. Cool. But yeah, I checked it out already. It actually is really cool and uh, different, and it'll be a lot of fun. That's next week. Don't forget, you guys uh, go to patreon.com uh, forward slash GRGMH and become a patron of the show. Why not? Just do it. Um, we would really appreciate it. But if not, we appreciate you listening anyway. You
2: know. Yeah. Oh, share yeah, if you If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be a patron, at least share our show with your friends on social media. Do yeah, us, maybe maybe solid. they'll pull the
1: trigger.
2: Maybe they'll pull the trigger and become a. That's best- right. Maybe you your want. friends are <laughs> you know have more generosity in their hearts than you do.
1: There you go. Probably actually that's probably true. Or maybe they have um, a. Jo-
2: or maybe they have a. Jo- maybe <laughs> or they have money, a job yeah. which could more be money. Awesome. That's
1: true. Yeah, that times are tough. Yeah. All right. right, Brady. Brady, once again, thanks for being a guest.
2: Yeah, thanks once, for having me.
1: Once again, that is Barry Stock,
2: and that is Rob Elba,
1: and we are that record got me iPodcast. We'll see you guys next week. We are out.
0: Take me fun of fool. I'm not gonna quit, you pretty mama, while the weather's cool. Around your back door, says, "Honey, I'm gonna creep." As long you make those two and a half a week. Now I got a girl to western in the white folks' yard. She brings me me, I can swear, she brings the Lord She brings me me, she brings me Lord She brings me everything, I swear that she can't steal Now on a field sucker as came to town She had his was looking good and brown. They didn't know against the law For the monks to stop at a fine drug store Just around the corner, just a minute too late Another one standing there at the big baggy. I'm simply wild, I put them a good cocaine. I call my Cora, hey, hey she come on and with the nose all sore The doctor sworn gone am to sell no more Says, run, doctor, ring the bell The women in the alley I'm simply wild about my good cocaine Now that Punisher man came to my house to last Well, that's Sunday morning Yeah, was my wife at home and I told she had long gone He backed his wagon up to my door Took everything I had He carried it back to the puncher store And I swear I did feel sad What in the world has anyone got Dealing with Punisher man Ain't got no dough, to stand up for show, the sun will back you back. He will take everything from an earthly plant, from a skillet to a frying pan. If it ever was a devil born without any harm it must have been to punish your man. I call my code uh, Hey. Come on, sniff, and with the nose all sore. doctor, will on go. Smell on more saying coke. For horses not women, the men. The doctors say they kill you, but it just ain't when well, I'm sniffed to while. i put my good cocaine. Now the baby's in the cradle in New Orleans. They kept a whipping tell it got so mean. They kept a whipping, had to fix it so. The jokes was loud to us. Smell on more saying, run doctor. Ring the bell. The women in the alley i am spent a while about my good cocaine i call my Cora, uh, hey, hey she come on snipping with a nose for the doctors won't go fell on more saying wrong doctor ring the bell the women in alley i'm spent a wild about my good cocaine